0: Hi everybody, it's Carl Emerson back live from Punta Mita for our Checking In series and um, great to be back with you. We, we decided to take a week off last week of these Checking In's as we did not think it was an opportune uh, moment or time in the world to be talking other than the topic of last week which was, we all know, uh, what was regards to Floyd and all the consequences that that has had on a global level uh, with regards to racism. And, and we can only, I think, silence. There was no need to, to distract people from what was the, 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 the issue that week. So we're back. We're happy to be back. And today we've got a great friend of mine from Puerto Escondido, one of Mexico's most renowned surfers. Uh, he's been around for a while. He has a great story. Um, when he was eight, I think he was selling chewing gum in the streets of Mexico. He went to Acapulco. Um, you know, scra- scraped a little bit of money together and uh, had a really tough upbringing. And uh, he's a great guy to know. I've known him for a few years now. I met him on the other side of the of Mexico. He's been to Punta Mita a few times, and I see he's already checked in here with us today. So. I'm going to introduce everybody to do with my good friend, Puerto Escondido, Coco Nogales, as he comes in. Coco, I hope you're there coming in, waiting for you to connect. And there you are, brother.
1: Hey, Carl. How's life? Estás? Estás, amigo? ¿Todo bien? Muy bien. ¿Y tú, it's good to see you.
0: I have to go and visit you there one day, mate.
1: Yes, yes, please. You, you must. You must come to Puerto. It's a, it's, a, it's a dream over here. You know, it's beautiful.
0: Tell me, um, Coco, how have you been? Tell me, how's life in Puerto Escondido? It's been a while we've spoken. I just wanted to check in and see if you've been, obviously, you've been work, hard at work. I know I saw you did some work for some of your charity there in Puerto Escondido. You've been helping the people that are maybe without work. Uh, give us an update.
1: Well before anything I just want to say thank you for this uh, for the invitation to be with you it's good to see you my good friend carl
0: yeah
1: uh, it's good to it's good to catch up with you guys and yeah just you know I, I've been at home um it's been it's been tough you know I'm sure for for as you know for everybody and it's been weird times strange times and um but yeah it's it's tough because you know we depend a lot on on tourism. I'm sure the same thing goes on where you guys are at you know and so uh but like you say I, on the other side I've been you know just been trying to do some social work for uh I have a friend from New York who organized a little um a little help with some people donating money for you know to 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 send the money here and that way we could deliver food to people that that, they need the most Uh, we were you know we were uh taking food uh donating food uh through these funds that my friend helped us out we were going through the towns around Puerto Escondido the people who was really really hurt with no money and so yeah we we did that uh just we did actually many different towns around Puerto um so that's you know I mean we got a, it it's hard to there was you know April was probably the most tough month because it was like nobody can go out we were not right. really allowed to go out nowhere so it was really hard to do anything but May was really you know then we we took the we took the how do you call it <clears throat> just uh one, st- one foot uh, forward just to you know otherwise if if you stay home there's nothing you can do in home you know but of course we were going out with uh, precautions, with preventions, with the mask, with the jail, always keeping the distance, trying to keep uh trying to keep the protocol of you know, of the COVID nineteen of you know, having the 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 safe side, you know, but it's just really I don't know, it's just really hard to believe what's going on, you know, it's just too many things going on and you know you get a lot of information from here and there and it's just I don't know, it's, it's just, uh, like I say. it's weird times, it's strange times, but we got to keep it positive, you know? We got to keep it positive every day. I mean, I, every day I wake up and I'm like, okay, there's another one more day. Thank God I'm alive, we are alive, we have enough, we have food, and that's what it counts. And, you know, just try to keep it positive and think that, hope that, that things get better and soon, you know?
0: Yeah, tell me uh, up there, Puerto Escondido, uh, Coco, uh, have, they, have you got any official notice
1: that the beach is going to open soon? Uh, what's news up there? So, okay, yeah. Um, the beach, they, they're supposed to be open on June 16th. But, I mean, okay, uh, last two weeks ago, we... I mean, it's been a month since we've been trying to fight for our, our freedom, not our freedom, or, or for the, our rights to be able to go surf, you know? Because, okay, we did a 2 months quarantine, and we're like, okay, we want to go surf, we want to go surf. so. We had a meeting with the Municipal of Puerto Escondido in Colotepec. And we finally had the meeting with him and and they they give us the green light to be able to do sports for two hours from seven to nine uh, in the morning. So yeah, at least we have two hours so we could go surfing, running or swimming. And he said that he's hoping he wants to open the beach on June 16th, but it doesn't depend on him. It depends on the, you know, up higher thing. But I think, honestly, if it doesn't open the 16th of June, for sure at the latest July 1st or something. It, ha- it has to, you know, because it's already so long and people are, like, starving and there's people need to work, you know, and people need right. to keep going. And, yeah, I'm. that's my hope. My hope at the latest July 1st.
0: Uh, good stuff. That's good news, uh, Cook, and we're hoping about the same here. Uh, we just got notice that the hotels and uh, and motels in, in Najarit, which uh, should be opening on the fifteenth of June, so hopefully that coincides with with uh, opening up the beaches here as well. We have yet to get that confirmation, but uh, uh, hopefully that will happen there. And as you say. We need to, everybody wants to get back to work. Everybody wants to do, you know, get back to do the, the great sport that is surfing. Um, I haven't been to Puerto Pascond either, but you've been here to Punta Mita a few times for a few of our surf clinics. I'm showing some photos here of, um, of when you were here. And actually, we're going to open up a surf club on the
1: 1st of July. Remember La Lancha. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So, um, we. Oh, are that's under- a great spot. That's that's such a good spot for the surf lessons. That's I love that
0: place. Yeah, that's been. You know, all the different breaks. You've been a little bit unlucky the times you've come. You haven't had the big waves that we can, or the good waves that we can have here sometimes. But you, what are your thoughts of this area as as a surfing destination,
1: Coco? I, I think that area Punta Mita, it's the one of the best places for surf lessons. Uh, why? Uh, because the wave is, is friendly. Uh, you don't you don't want a big wave for surf lessons, you know, for uh, beginners. So the place is is friendly. Uh, the beach, the re- there's you know perfect point breaks, reef breaks, the wave breaks, soft and it has. It's just the perfect place to go surfing, you know. I, I just it's the the perfect place, the perfect setups. So nice. I really recommend it. I mean. Here in Puerto Escondido, we don't really have so much, so many options like what you guys have there. Because here's Playa Cicatela, which is the most dangerous big wave in the world, and then you have La Punta. La Punta is probably the only place uh, that we can do surf lessons or Carsalillo We only have two places, and then sometimes it gets really crowded. But uh, you guys over there, you guys have a lot, many more options. So I, I really like it over there.
0: Uh, good one. Yeah, that's that's. I thank you yeah, for the any surfers that might be watching or watch us later. That, that's the great thing about Punta Mita. It's a, it's, a, it's a great wave to learn on and to get up. Uh,
1: so, You there? Go. No? So, you know, you can, it's good. Yeah, I'm here, you there? Okay, yeah, 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 it lost you for a
0: bit. Something just went for a second. So yeah, it's a great wave to learn you know, it's not your big waves, that Puerto Escondido, Fiji, Hawaii. But it's a good wave for the intermediate surfer. So um, hopefully once we open up the, the, the club, uh, Coco, you'll come down for a, a – spend a week where I know you, you want to work on your
1: golf game as well. I saw some shots. They're pretty bad, man.
0: You're pretty bad.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know, I know. I remember I was talking about the golf thing uh, – I was just going through some pictures and videos of of that trip from uh, last year, and I found the, uh, yeah, I got I got one of those sh- the funny shots uh, hitting the ball. But I- I'm actually gonna post it on my main profile because it's a funny one. But yeah, I need to keep working and learning, and you know, and what a best better place than going there with you. And you're the master. I need to take a, a lesson from you. I heard you're the <laughs> you're the good one. <laughs> you I never appreciate- told me, but I heard you're like the good one. So. Mm-hmm.
0: No, I'll make sure next time you come we play. Uh, I need to lose a few kilos and we can maybe go and catch a wave together. Tell me, um, as you know, I was born in the Fiji Islands and, uh, and I was brought up there. I used to surf when I was small.
1: Tell me your experience when you were in Fiji. Oh, Fiji is amazing. I love Fiji. Um, what can I say? Tabaru Island is so amazing. I got to stay at Tabaru Island and there you have uh, one break that calls restaurants. The wave's super shallow. The break's on the on top of the reef. And um, you have to, when you go on a wave there, you have to make sure you're going to make it because you you will probably end up in the reef. But the wave's so perfect. Actually, every wave there is perfect. And then you have a uh, Cloud Break, w- which is one of the most famous, best waves in the world. And it's just a dream to go, to be able to go to Fiji and, and the Fijian people are, are amazing, yeah. probably the most friendly people i ever, I ever met, and super welcoming. And mm-hmm. like I said, the wave is a dream. The place is a dream. It's, I want to go back. So yeah, definitely yeah. definitely a place to, to visit as, as much time as times you can, you know?
0: Yeah, I haven't been to that, but I was just brought up there as a kid, and somebody just asked about the cloud break, which I think you just mentioned, Noah. Tell me, did you
1: surf in Australia at all, Coco? Um, I surfed uh, Australia. Yeah, I've been to Australia to the Gold Coast. Uh, um, Kira, um, there's another place. What's it called? Right after the Gold Coast by Byron Bay. Byron Bay, yeah. Byron, Byron Bay. Bay, yeah. Byron, Byron Bay. Bay. Byron Bay reminds me a bit of Puerto Escondido like 20 years ago. And yeah, and then I stay in Sydney. Um, I forgot the names, but... I where I really wanted to go was the west coast uh, Margaret River that that's, that's supposed to be one oh, of the best in Western ways. Australia yeah Western a, Australia a long way away <laughs> yeah so for me to get to to go to Sydney was already such a long trip and then I was like oh do I have to, to cross whole Australia with another seven hours or something I was like no okay I'll do it another, another time but Australia is really really fun really crowded though really crowded but you got it you got it visit Australia as well, you know, as a surfer. And what I like about Australia and New Zealand is that everybody has this, uh, the surfer spirit, you know, everybody, pretty much everyone surfs. And and surfing is kind of like the number one sport of the country, you know, it's like a national sport almost. I don't know about rugby, rugby, is probably one of them, but surfing is just right there. And uh, I love going to countries that have this strong culture of surfing you know so yeah uh hopefully i have the chance to go back to australia and if, if i do have the chance i want to go to uh the west to the west, west coast time. Yeah. tell me
0: coco what are you doing now you are obviously you're not competing anymore you're teaching you're giving clinics what, what's on what's your what's your professional
1: agenda at the moment yeah so but in, my agenda is a lot more relaxed, more mellow than other years. I used to travel nonstop here and there, chasing big waves all over the the world from winter to summer. but now so now I'm kind of taking more of my time and definitely uh, definitely um, I'm more picky on chasing big waves, like uh, I will probably do like two three, two or three trips a year for chasing big waves, which will be Portugal and Nazare. I always love to go back to Tahiti, the French Polynesia, yep. or Hawaii or Mavericks. But like right now, uh, so this year, as you know, the COVID and everything on top, uh, my agenda's much more mellow. So right now I'm doing the surf camps. And I also have my the project. I have a project, the social project. This yep. is a, a clinic for kids, um, if, you know, kids with, you know, with, Not much uh, hope, or I don't know how how could I say. Like um, the idea of this camp is to make the kids believe on their dreams. It's a three-day camp where we teach them how to serve, we teach them values, uh, we teach them about uh, environment, and we make it fun for them. So that's what I have going on. Like I said, right now it's uh, as hopefully we can start, you know, to move on soon, the next month, and I can start planning on on visiting an orphanage home in the border of Mexico and Guatemala, in Tapachula. That's my next my next visit for the Ahaba project. And, yeah, as, as soon as everything starts open, opening up, then, you know, I'm here in Puerto, which is the the season of surfing. It's uh, starting now, June to September. So I got friends from Hawaii calling me saying they want to come down. When is the beach going to open? So this is another... Sometimes it's hard to leave Puerto because this is where, you know, one of the best ways of, in the world in the summertime. So then when the winter comes and I'm thinking about Hawaii or Nazareth, but for right now, I'm staying at home.
0: Uh, good one, mate. And I remember when I was reading a little bit about your history, Koko Moby, you know, as, when I introduced you, what a, what a tough, you know, childhood you had and you're, uh, you know, the, you've been so successful, but you always want to go back to Puerto, no? That's like, you went to school, and you didn't finish because you wanted to go back to Puerto. You go to Hawaii, or you come to Punta Mita, and you want to go back to Puerto. (laughs) That
1: must be a magic place, no? Yeah, yeah. You know, Puerto Escondido, for some reason, is, uh, ¿cómo se dice en inglés? Te atrapa. Te atrapa, Puerto Escondido, te atrapa. You get get hooked. You get hooked, hooked. exactly. Well, I'm hooked hooked to Punta Mita, and you're hooked to Puerto Escondido. (laughs) Exactly. Puerto Puerto Escondido always, siempre me atrapó and I always came back to Puerto even though I travel the world and I go here and there and and like you say when I was in high school in Santa Monica in California I was like after one year I would dream about me sleeping on my little room with bricks and super humble and I was staying at my friend's house with a nice home and I was like dreaming about this. My little room, tiny, no, I want to go back to Puerto and I want to be, because it make, makes me feel free, you know? Nice. And yeah, but Puerto Escondido, for so many other people, it does the same thing. Los atrapa, you know, they hook them, you know? And yeah. But like, also you in Punta, Mil- in Punta Mita, it's, when the first time I went to Punta Mita, I was like, wow, I didn't know there was another paradise so close to Puerto. I love that place. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I love it's,
0: Punta it's Mita. It's pretty amazing, uh, Coco, when you look at, you know you you you're from the surfing world and obviously there's a lot of homeowners here who have houses and they're just here for surf you know that's and the waves there's six or seven different breaks you know uh depends on where the winds coming in or the tides so it's a great option for somebody who enjoys surfing at a reasonable level no it's not it's not the pipeline or it's not fiji or pontoshina but for somebody who's enjoys surfing and without a crowd you no know, i think Without a so crowd. That, without a crowd. And that in today's world that we live in and where we go in the, you know, to not have too many people around and, you know, no density, I think it's a, it's a good thing to have. Um, so hopefully when we get our, open up our surf club in July, Coco, I'll give you a call and maybe you
1: can come down and, and uh, teach us uh, a few of your tricks. I would love to go back to Punta Mita. It's amazing. And uh, yeah, keep me posted. I want to show you guys a picture. This photo of cicatella it's, it's a classic picture. Can you guys see it? Wow,
0: yeah, I can. Wow, that's a big wave.
1: Yeah, this was back in 2003, I think, I believe. So, nice. yeah, I mean... And have you, are you still in good shape to catch those waves? Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep myself in shape. You know, I, I mean, yeah, actually, like, two weeks ago, we were able to surf a big, big swell here. Uh, we we asked the authorities to please give us an opportunity because there was like a big, big swell coming. and But obviously, it had been one month without surfing and training because of the quarantine. Nice. But uh, we went out. I went out. I got a couple of big waves. But I did feel the power. I did feel the – I felt that, that I needed to train. I felt that those 30, 40 days that I was not surfing or training, like – a guy like my age, when you when you get to your forties, you gotta keep being consistent. If you don't if you don't keep training from forties and up, you have to be consistent. Whatever whatever you do, whatever you do, golf or surfing, tennis, we cannot stop. And then when you stop you feel it. But um yeah, no, I feel pretty good. I still wanna do it another four years. I want for another four years I wanna push my limits and then after that I'm gonna start slowing down on the big waves, but Surfing will always be in my life, and I will always surf until the day, my last yeah. day, you know, but,
0: um, yeah. I love that. I love that, Coco, pushing the limits. I just had a, a friend who, who's a surfer from Argentina who just checked in, and he can understand pushing the limits. Uh, it's it's a good phrase to have in life, I think, no?
1: Yeah, yeah, we got to push the limit in, in general, yeah, for life, you got to push the limits, you know. You yeah. gotta keep. Otherwise, I think it's no, no, then everything dies, you know, I mean. And of course, I have to be, yeah, later, later in years, then you have to slow down a bit, but always maintain every day or try to be consistent on wh- whatever you're doing.
0: Fantastic, mate. Anyway, uh, nice to check in with you, Coco, and uh, you're looking good. You're looking healthy, you that beard, you're looking in good <laughs> shape, and uh, hopefully we see you down here in Punta Mita over the summer sometime.
1: Thank you, thank you, Carl. Likewise, you're looking good, my brother. You you know, always good to see you. And hopefully I get to see you guys soon in uh, in July. And if not, you guys come here whenever you have the opportunity. Thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to meet up with you guys. Sorry, guys, I didn't, we couldn't answer. I couldn't answer all the questions. I see a lot of people in here, people that I know in here too. Uh, oh, my friend, Hern- Hernan. Angelo Donano, my friend from Puerto Escondido, really good surfer. Let me see my girlfriend, my lovely girlfriend. Oh, she's nice. Tell me. We can say, what's
0: your girl? What's her name?
1: Uh, Sonia.
0: Sonia. How long have you
1: been going out? We've been going out for six months. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, she's a lovely one. She's very Mexican. nice. No, she's from Germany.
0: Germany, wow, you'll be speaking German soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, I only know the, the Scheißer. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's uh, muchos amigos in here, but uh, I'm happy to see everyone here. Yeah, thank
0: <laughs> you, everybody, for joining us. Uh, Coco's friends and our friends from Punta Mita for the good vibes. And hopefully the waves come back and, uh, and we all catch that great wave called life, which Ex. is a really good wave.
1: Exactly. Uh-huh. Exactly. You yeah, take care brother. Thank you. You too take care Carol. Hasta luego. Ciao. 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 ciao.